2: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: You're listening
2: to Buffalo Bills Football Friday on the home of the Bills, WGR, Sports Radio 550. Now, here's Sal and Joe with Coach McDermott. Brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at Northwest.com. By Kaleida Health, the official health care provider of the Buffalo Bills. By Dung Tire, official tire dealer of the Buffalo Bills. And by Northtown Automotive. Whatever you're looking for, you'll find it at Northtown.
3: And the Bills head coach joins us on the Wester Hotline as he has uh, since last year, and again will this year, every Friday here on the Extra Point Show. Coach, it's Sal and Joe. Welcome back into our Football Fridays. Glad to have you back aboard this year.
0: Well, it's good to be back with you guys. Hope everyone's doing well and enjoying the end of the week here and has a great weekend.
3: Yeah, we do too, Coach. And of course, it's going to be a longer weekend for Bills fans while we get to Monday night. Let's start with injuries as we always do. I know there's only one player on the actual injury report as of now. That is Micah Hyde. What can you tell us about his status as of right now and leading into Monday?
0: Well, he continues to progress. Um, You know, we'll see where it goes over the last couple of days here.
3: All right, Coach. And then, can you just lay out the schedule? It's a Monday night game. Uh, what happens this week? Are you guys on the field today, tomorrow, and then I'm assuming travel day on Sunday? Just let the fans know how this all works for you on a Monday night game to start the season.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of a of a wonky schedule um, first week uh, here for us. But um, um, you know, we, we've got an extra day that we're using today to polish some things, uh, go back and review some things, uh, reestablish our fundamentals, and. We'll have a small walk-through today, and then tomorrow will be a normal Friday practice for us.
3: Coach, Monday is September 11th. I know it's not lost on you the magnitude of you know what happened and the opportunity to play here to memorialize what happened on September 11th, 2001. Of course, the Giants are playing Sunday night at MetLife. The Jets are playing Monday night in New York. You're the opponent for the New York Jets. Can you just kind of let us know what it means to you to be selected here, to be able to um, you know be a part of that, to memorialize what happened there?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, listen, nobody really wants to go on the road to open the first week of the season. You'd love to be at home. That said, uh, I think perspective Lee here, it's an honor and, and we're very grateful to to be chosen to play in New York on 9-11, uh, to open the season on Monday night, uh, I think speaks volumes of uh, how far we've come as an organization as well. And um, it'll be emotional uh, for a lot of reasons, uh, first games of the year usually are, and in particular, now the added um, uh, tribute to to nine eleven and everyone that served and, and sacrificed uh, on that day for our country, and um, just happy to be a part of it.
1: Sean, you announced three younger starters earlier in the week: at guard Osiris Torrance, linebacker Terrell Bernard, and corner. Christian Benford, and all three were really competing against veteran players at their position during training camp and in the preseason. So I guess, is there a a point overall to be made maybe about even all three of, you know, youth on this team hoping that they step up and maybe give you some, you know, athletic traits or whatnot that, you know, players that are seeing elevated roles can give you?
0: Yeah, exactly, Joe. I mean, it's a new team every year, and and, in the case. With some of those younger players that are going to uh, play some key roles for some some roles that they didn't play last year necessarily, um, you know they need to step up and um, there's going to be growing pains, but um, you know we'll grow with them through them uh, together and uh, we're excited to watch them. Uh, it'll be a uh, quite an environment for their first opportunities out there, and I think more than anything, embracing the you know the mindset and keeping the mindset of earning the right. Um, every week is what's important.
1: With, with all the talk of corner in the off season, it's been you know largely geared towards the the battle between Jackson and Elam and, and Benford. But how about Travis White on the other side? A full off season where his form is you know hoping to return to you know something close to if not at where he was pre injury, and just how he is physically and mentally after uh, first full off season since the injury.
0: Well, we have a lot of confidence and trust in, in Trey. He's done a lot uh, over the last six seasons and now going into his seventh season here with us. And certainly he's had a journey like most players uh, do. And um, he's had a lot of highs and then ha- and had some things that he's had to deal with. Uh, you know, the, the latest being the ACL injury. And he's just worked extremely hard to, to come back off of that injury. And last year really pushed through it, uh, pushed through some things where he – we're still getting back, and I think he's really worked hard again this off season, and um, you know continues to to get himself where he wants to be, and um, that's at an all pro level.
3: Sean, I know Brandon spoke a little bit about this when the decision was made, but from your perspective, can you just kind of walk through the decision to keep Von Miller on the pup list, to keep you know his entire health in mind, the season, the longevity of the season in mind, and to know that you have players on the roster that have to step up into roles in his absence.
0: I think that's key. you know, um, you know, we've had the, pretty much the same defensive line. Um, we had a year ago. We did add Leonard Floyd uh, late in the in the spring session there. Um, and then, in this case, Vaughn, um, you know, it, it's kind of keeping big picture perspective in terms of what's best for Vaughn and what's best for the overall good of the team and trying to make sure that those two marry up as much as we can. And um, you know, just wanting Vaughn back uh, when he's when he's ready and also, um, knowing that it's a long season, so we're trying to again keep big big picture perspective and and um, and do what's right for the greater good of everyone involved.
1: Quick quick follow up to that question, it just kind of you know thinking about this on how Vaughn can, can sound sometimes with his injury and, and rehab, and thinking about the story last night, Travis Kelsey pleading with Andy Reid to play the game, and Reid you know trusting in trainers and doctors, like how much of a, of your role is that, where it doesn't even have to be Vaughn, but a player, you know, really wanting to play and maybe, you know, sometimes having to say to the guy, like, hey, this is what the trainer's saying, and we, we just can't do it.
0: Yeah, um, these guys are all competitive. They want to be out there in 99.9% of the cases, and so sometimes you have to protect the player from, from, the, from themselves. And, you know, in this case with Vaughn, he, he's so... Uh, experienced and has a uh, great perspective on things. He understands, although he does want to be out there, but he understands um, that we're, we're always going to try and do what's best for him, A, and from a safety standpoint, and then B, um, do what's best for the team. So, um, you know, he's just been, been a pro throughout this entire process, and uh, he still leads. He's, even though he's not on the field, he still has uh, taken on a leadership role best he can and uh, we can't wait to
3: have him back. Sean McDermott on the Western Hotline. All right, Coach, let's turn our attention to the New York Jets. You know me. I like to do my research. I went back and looked. Almost 13 years to the day was the first time as a coordinator you had to prepare to play Aaron Rodgers. You were with the Philadelphia Eagles September 12, 2010, the first time. Do you remember that week leading up to it and thinking about, my goodness, i uh, I got to prepare a game plan to defend Aaron Rodgers?
2: Yeah,
0: I do remember that, in fact. Uh, You know, he's not a – He's not an easy out, he's a tough cookie, whether it's your first game, first year as coordinator, or your whatever year this is now for me. Um, He's just, I have just incredible respect for him in terms of how smart he is and and his just unique ability to play the position uh, and to play it at such a high level for for as long as he has. Um, So, uh, you know, mutual respect hopefully is present and um, he'll be a tough challenge for us Monday night.
1: How about his number one receiver, Garrett Wilson? What challenges does he present for you? And even I guess like would would you game plan a guy like that any differently? Like, hey, this guy did all this really well in year one, but he was a rookie, so we might have to think about, you know, maybe he's, you know, a different formed player, maybe a more fully formed player, I should say, in year two.
0: Yeah, I mean he was off to a great start in year one and now he's fully into a number one receiving position and Uh, they truly have a number one receiver. And I think he's got tremendous upside potential, Um, you know, building even off of what he's done as late as the preseason in the the small amount of time he had with Aaron there. And um, so he'll he'll be tough to handle as well. And, you know, they've got a a talented roster. and, And when you try and commit to stopping some of their backs and then you've got that receiver out there on the perimeter, it's a tough combination.
3: And then real quick, Coach, last thing on their defense, of course. I mean, just really fantastic players at all three levels. We know what Sauce Gardner did last year, but, man, it really starts up front, Quinn and Williams and that group. Just a challenge that your guys are going to face, especially in a very loud, hostile environment when you have the ball.
0: Yeah, again, extremely talented roster. Um, you know, obviously they're, they're really uh, feeling like they've got something going there, and uh, it'll be a home game for them, and with all the emotion – tied to 9-11 as well it'll be it'll be a hostile crowd and hostile environment for us but we've got to execute knowing that and and prepare accordingly
3: sean we're very happy and proud to have you along with us again on football fridays or whenever we have to do it based on a very interesting schedule of games this year of course for the buffalo bills but thank you for your time as always safe travels to new york new jersey we look forward to next week
0: All right. Looking forward to it, guys. Thanks again. It's great to uh, start another season together here.
3: All right. Thank you very much. That is Buffalo Bills head coach, Sean McDermott. This episode is brought to you by Progressive
2: Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.